0: Are you going to bring the goods?
1: Why are you even asking that?
0: (laughs) All right, man. Oh, yeah, real lifers, citizens of the world. Welcome to the Real Life Global Movement, where our mission is to inspire, empower, and connect the world through English. We believe that English should be a fun and enriching part of your life that you can practice and enjoy whenever and wherever you want. Are you tired of boring lessons that suck the life out of your learning? Are you ready to step up your game and become a kick-ass English speaker? Well, we're here to guide and inspire you on your journey to true lifelong fluency. It's time to stop just learning English and start living it. Can again aw yeah?
2: Aww. 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 yeah.
0: Oh yeah, what's going on? Ladies and gentlemen, this is Chad from Real Life English Where we believe that listening to podcasts is a fun, natural, effective and... Arousing (laughs) Way to learn English So download this podcast now and listen to us while you're stuck in traffic Walking the dog, waiting in line Or having a cup of coffee in the bathroom and I'm joined here today in the studio via Skype with a good friend of ours, the one and only. It is actually his second time on the Real Life Radio podcast. The man who a bird in his hand is worth three in the bush,
1: <laughs>
0: Mister Ajia Ferreira.
1: Hey, what's up, everybody? It's great to be here again. It's it, it's my, <laughs> my second time. The last time I was here was like a couple of years ago, Chad. It For has
0: been has been a long time, <laughs> a my long, friend. It was
1: three years ago, actually.
0: Probably something like that.
1: Yeah, bro, it was a long time, but I am so. I've been begging to be with these guys, and they said no once every three years, and here I am. Thank you very much, Universe, for helping me out. <laughs>
0: awesome. Ajia, so thanks for joining us here today, and it's always a pleasure to have you here. First thing that you have to know, though, is we have to give you the special tutorial on how to do the real life English. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, well it, sometimes people mess it up for oh yeah, which sounds okay. a little more sounds a little more sexual. So we got to make sure it's the ah oh, yeah. <laughs> so can okay. you give us an oh, yeah?
1: But doesn't oh yeah sound sexual too? Um
0: it depends, I guess. It oh, yeah. <laughs> <Or> sound <something laughs> yeah. like this, right? It could do. It could yeah.
1: do. Okay, okay, okay. Now I'll stop messing around and do it. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And where did that oh yeah come from? From my heart.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, like, where in the world? Oh, did okay. It come from? Yes, I forgot
1: <laughs> to talk about that. I'm in the one horse town of Bebedouro in the state of São Paulo, in Brazil. Yes, we have internet here. Yes, and we speak English here. As some of us do, but anyway.
0: Bebedoro is how would you translate that to English? Wouldn't that have an English translation? That,
1: oh, yeah, a water fountain. A water fountain. Yeah, our only our only fun here is drinking beer because we, you know, bebedoro we drink a lot. So that's a fixed <laughs> joke for us. <laughs> awesome, well, it's great to have you here once more.
0: And just before we get into today's Podcast, we're going to quickly go over today's
2: shout outs. You know, you make me roll up. And down, my hands up and down, my hands
0: All right, so today we have a special shout out, or should I say, ajia has a very special shout out for some of his peeps. Oh, yeah.
1: Hey guys, uh, a really big shout out to my English authentic students, you know, the first and the second group, I enjoy their lessons very much. A big shout out to you guys. We, you are kicking ass. fantastic.:
0: Much love from real life English community as well. Woo! And I just wanted to send a shout out to another uh, real-life radio fan. He's actually a Brazilian guy too, Roberto Franco. And he's
1: actually from Goiânia. Do you know where that is, idea? I do know where that is, but I've never been. Is Goiânia famous for anything that we could? For for beautiful women, for parties, and for being a very um, welcoming city to to uh, to foreigners and people who who don't live there.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah, I should definitely check it out one day. Then sounds like it has a lot of the stuff that I like. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Awesome. So we have a shout out for Roberto Franco or Roberto Franco. He says, Hi guys of Real Life English. Today, I finally learned how to send you a review on Stitcher from a very instructive video by Ethan. I'd like to express how useful your podcasts are. And now the Hangouts, which have been very useful for my English learning journey. All the best and hope to see you guys in the next Real Life Hangout. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome, awesome. So yeah, thank you guys so much for your shout outs. Remembering if you guys want to leave us a shout out, we'd really appreciate any five-star review on iTunes or Stitcher. And if you want to find out how to do that, go to the show notes of this podcast, which will be reallifeglobal.com forward slash episode 106. Okay, so that's it for today's shout outs. And let's move on to today's kick ass quote. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I'm kick-ass. Okay, Ajir, because you are the special guest on today's podcast,
1: would you like to enlighten us with some kind of kick-ass quote? Okay, I don't know who this came from, but then it's a, it's a great quote to stop uh, screwing around and get stuff done. It is, stop wishing and start doing This is my quote for you guys today.
0: Okay. Awesome. A lot of great vocabulary there. Before we actually talk about the quote, though, what do you mean by screwing around?
1: Screwing around means that you were doing nothing. You were putting off doing things. You were postponing doing things, you know. You have plans, you have ideas, but then you don't do anything to make those plans and ideas happen. So you were just screwing around.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And what was the quote? One more time. So,
1: stop wishing, start doing.
0: Okay. Simple, easy, yet very effective, right?
1: And to the point.
0: Yeah, exactly. No,
1: uh, There's no beating around the bush, you might say. No beating around the bush, exactly. <laughs> Chad, what does beat around the bush mean anyway? <laughs> uh, to beat around
0: the bush or beating around the bush means you're not, um, you're kind of, Like you said, postponing stuff, maybe you're procrastinating a little bit, you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing, you're just beating around the bush.
1: That's not good.
0: Yeah. So, stop wishing, start doing. Exactly. What can an English learner, someone from our audience, take away from that right now and what can they learn to start using that with their English
1: learning? Okay, so it actually means that you plan to do stuff, for example. I'm going to buy the specific books or specific DVDs or course and stuff, and then when I have them, I'll start studying. No, you need to start studying now. Mm-hmm. Why? Because it is your life. You know, you need to take the bull by the horns. Is that a good expression to teach them, Chad? <laughs> to take the bull by the horns. Yes. What does it mean? It means that you need to face the situation and be. The leading actor of your life you need to be the guy who takes the reins who takes the attitude who has the attitude and who does things you know you can't wait for somebody or for something mm-hmm. at all you know you need to be responsible a hundred percent of your life oh yeah oh yeah' that's awesome
0: man. and I guess that's the beauty of you know the kind of era that we are in right now with the internet and the ability to Get online and, you know, find awesome resources, like all your content that you produce and all the other cool stuff you can find. You can even talk to people. Like right now, we're talking on Skype. Yeah. That's pretty cool. You can stop screwing around and even just start, you know, really uh, investigating how you can do something right now to improve your English or language learning.
1: Take an action. You know, you need to take action because... I can't actually remember who said this. Okay, it was a a writer called Joe Vitale, and he said, uh, "If somebody else has done it, I can do it too." Mm-hmm. You know. So if somebody who doesn't live in an English-speaking country learn how to speak English fluently, you can do it too. Mm-hmm. How do you do that? It's hard work. Nobody ever says it's going to be easy, uh, and if they do, it's a lie. <laughs> you know? But then it's it's hard work, and it's a lot of fun. A whole new world opens up for you. You'll find other opportunities, job opportunities. You find um, friendship opportunities. You meet cool people and it is simply fantastic.
0: Nice. That is very inspirational and also I guess it's even more inspirational coming from you, Adia, because you are one of these people, right? You grew up in Bebedouro, in Sao Paulo, in Brazil, a place where, I don't know, there's probably not much tourism there. You probably didn't have much Contact with the English language. I I assume you had to kind of make these opportunities for yourself
1: Yeah, uh, I was not it was was not easy. I was not able to travel abroad when I was younger So but then I decided to be not only good. I decided to be excellent. I decided to be great (laughs) so yeah, and then it, it took and it still takes lots of work because I still study I still read a lot I'm still updating myself. I'm I'm up in my game, up in my ante, you know. Oh, uh, nice! Yeah. So I'm. I love studying, and when you learn languages, you never stop studying. That's true. That's very true. At all, so you're always learning something. And you know what? Um, I was watching a video by Gloria Estefan a couple of days ago and then she and then she was talking about a very very harsh time period of time that she had in her life and then she used an expression that was uh, a, 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 it's actually a phrasal verb it is muddle through to muddle through okay to muddle through yes is to go through a difficult time but then you succeed in becoming a, a better person. You muddle through things, you know. Mm-hmm. You go through a difficult time, so you muddle through it. And then I've been an English teacher for twenty three years, and I had never ever heard that phrasal verb before. So um, if you think that you've you've seen it all or read it all, and you haven't. You know, mm-hmm. there is always some new stuff that you haven't learned yet. And that's the beauty of it. They say, oh, this is fantastic, mm-hmm. you know? Sure. And, by, and and by reading, watching movies, you learn a lot of new words. Mm-hmm.
0: Definitely, man. That's awesome.
1: So, one last time, what was today's kick quote? Stop wishing, start doing.
0: Stop wishing, start doing. Straight from the horse's mouth you might say
1: exactly straight from the horse's mouth we don't know who the horse is <laughs>
0: awesome man well this conversation is actually starting to become today's conversation topic so how about without any further ado let's move on to today's conversation topic woo let's do this
2: what you jump about what you jump about what you jump about what you
0: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, guys. So today, just to continue our conversation we're just having with Ajia, I just wanted to, you know, just ask you a few questions, Ajia. Like we mentioned, you were born in Brazil. You didn't really have that much contact with the English language. So I just thought we could start off today's conversation topic with you, just kind of guiding us a little bit through your English learning journey about where it started what were some of the most impactful things that you have done to become such a fluent English speaker an amazing English teacher as well I know you're very popular online especially with the Brazilian audience I know most of my students have heard of you before and they love your content so I just thought start off you could tell us a little bit about first of all why you wanted to start learning English and you know your first steps of becoming uh, such a great and fluent English speaker
1: Okay, um, it is not a long story, but it's a very interesting one, I guess, because I was around 10 years old in 1985. I'm 40, okay? Mm-hmm. In case you were wondering. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm 40. I turned 40 in March. And um, at that time, we didn't have access to a lot of stuff. We, um, Actually, we didn't have access to anything, you know, because we had no internet, no um, cable TV, nothing like that. Mm-hmm. So... Um, in 1985 the song We Are The World came on and it was a huge success.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: And then my first contact with the English language was a store here in Bebedouro. They if you bought something there they would give you a, a little leaflet <clears throat> mm. with the, with the, the words in English and the translation in Portuguese. Okay. And that fell on my lap. You know, I, and then I started, I was very, very curious about that. So, so I started comparing the English words with the Portuguese translation a, a, and stuff. And then I was like, oh my God, these things just don't make sense, you know, because it's a translation. It's not a literal translation. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was like amazed how another language was was so different than portuguese and then um in the same year my family has a friend a very very a very old old friend um he used to be a priest back in the day and Mm -hmm. then he gave me my first language course it was for long plays. you know it was not a cd at the time and with like A long books. play, you mean like,
0: like a, a record? No, what do you mean? A record, exactly. Really? Yeah. Oh my God, okay. Yeah, yeah,
1: back in the day, <laughs> 1985. <laughs> and so I would come back from school every single day and I was like, oh, I don't want to do homework, I want to learn English. And so I would spend the whole afternoon listening to those dialogues and stuff. It was a, it was a somewhat advanced material for me at the time but in the meantime I was learning English in regular school too okay um the, uh, i was so curious that i went through the, through that course for five six times you know mm-hmm. and then in in 1989 i was 14 and i got a scholarship to attend an English course which was the the only English course in Bebedouro okay so i Started in the first level. Then after two classes, they put me into the third level. Then after six classes, I went to the sixth level. Oh, wow. Okay, so you just advanced Uh, straight through that. Yeah, through that. And then the other year, I didn't take any English classes. When I was 17, um, I had a friend who had a friend who was the owner of an English school Hmm. uh, in town. And... And he told the owner about me, okay, I got a friend who's really, really good at English, and and I'm sure he would like to teach. I had no idea he had said that. Mm-hmm. But then I went for an interview, and then I started teaching on Saturday afternoons. It was a disaster. It's horrible. The, the disaster then- was
0: your experience teaching, or the disaster was just you having to cope with students and things like this? What was the disastrous no, part?
1: but... Having to work on Saturdays afternoons. (laughs) Okay, sure. I I love the rest, you know. I love the rest. So, and then the owner of the school saw my talent. uh, And he offered me a a couple of uh, groups during the week, in Mm -hmm. the evenings, you know. And then, and that's when I thought, oh my God, I want to do this for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. Because I loved doing that. I loved doing that and it, 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 it was not just teaching, it was learning B- because in order to teach, I had to learn more,
2: mm-hmm. right? Okay. Yeah, of
1: course. What One thing is, is knowing how to speak English for, for yourself, for you. The other thing is teaching, you know, it entails a whole different uh, range of skills that mm-hmm. I, um, I didn't have, I was 17 years old at the time. And from then on, I taught for 18 years straight in many, many schools, many, many schools. And then I was very, very curious. So I read a lot. I, I watched a lot of movies. I, I still do that. I'm very, very curious. And I stopped teaching in, in 2009. Yes. Yeah, so okay. Um, I haven't taught for six years now. Um, okay. Physically, you know, but I still keep teaching online.
0: Hey, Real Lifers, sorry to interrupt the show, but I just wanted to make a very quick announcement. If you want to use this podcast to take your English to the next level, then you should definitely check out the Real Life Radio Podcast Package. We're offering 41 of some of our most impactful podcasts. That's episode 60 to 100 With the PDF Power Lessons, which will teach you native pronunciation and connected speech, tons of new expressions, phrasal verbs, slang, and explain a lot of the cultural aspects of the language to help you really connect to English and give you a deeper understanding, which is one of the most powerful and commonly the least taught ways of achieving true lifelong fluency. We also include the Anki memorization files for each episode, including pronunciation and examples for every word. If you want to find out more, see the link in the show notes of this episode, or go to the navigation bar of our site, reallifeglobal.com, and click on the Fluency Center tab.
1: So now, let's get back to the show. Oh yeah! Then you were asking me about uh, some uh, some kind of hacks or or skills or techniques that I could share with, with the people here.
0: Yeah, maybe even, um, you know, because it seems like you have made a transition of when you first started learning English, you wanted to just actually listen to it and go home and listen, put on the old records and, exactly. and listen to dialogues and just kind of be immersed in the language. And then it seems like when you've got your scholarship, you just kind of went straight through all these different levels really quickly. I mean, why do you think that happened? Why were you so quick to progress? you just a, a talented language learner. Was there some special thing you were doing there? Was it the constant contact
1: you had with the language? Well, um, I think that it all boils down to one thing. I really liked... What do you mean it all boils down to? It, the basic thing is, you know, um, I loved it. Mm-hmm. I loved studying, and that's why I was able to go from one. Well, I never set out to, to, um, to skip uh, to skip phases. You know, for example, sure. to, to, uh, to skip steps. You no, know, mm-hmm. it, it 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 happened. It happened very naturally. But then, um, I only started. Um, I only started to feel that I really spoke good English when I was teaching. And I'll, and I'll explain why. M- my reading skills were very good. My writing skills were almost perfect. Mm-hmm. I was a good conversationalist. But then, my listening skills were not good. Why? Because I had no contact with real English. Okay. I, I only had contact with, uh, with textbook English. And mm-hmm. then... Uh, you were a boy at the time, I was a little older, but then in 1990, there was a series called Beverly Hills 90210. Oh, no. You remember that?
2: Yeah, I do remember that. You do you remember that? Of course, no, yeah. A, you know what?
1: Um, I was in high school, and we would all go crazy on Tuesday afternoons because it was a time when it would come on. So, and then I, I, really, really wanted to listen to the characters' original voices, but there's no way I could do that, mm-hmm. right? And then one day I was reading through the one ads in the paper in in the, in the culture part of the newspaper, and a guy from Juiz de Fora, in Minas Gerais, he was selling episodes of 90210 from the States, you know, a okay. friend of his would record the episodes and would send it to him. Then he would make copies and sell to other people. Oh, so this was like
0: before internet piracy. It was actually, was that VHS
1: piracy? Yes, VHS piracy. I'm that old. Yes. Deal with it. Deal with it. Yes, VHS piracy. Lots of piracy. Um <laughs> and, I would buy, yeah, <laughs> and I'd buy from him every single month four or five episodes of 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 um nanono Merrill's place and stuff and okay i couldn't i had to adapt my ear to listening to non textbook English to real English and mm-hmm. that's when my listening skills um they, they took a quantum leap. Okay. They so- increased greatly. They had a very, very um, high development, you know. So mm-hmm. they got really, 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 really better. So, in other words, you've you found a way of
0: adapting. Obviously, your your love for the language and also your love for just kind of like studying and learning more. Your your curious side of things. You've managed to find a specific way to connect to the language in a way that really entertains you something that you find really fun something that you're kind of passionate about like the uh Beverly Hills 90210 TV
1: series back in the day I look back on those times now and I said oh my god I had so little uh resource you know so, and and then it, it eventually paid off it it was worthwhile but then um let me say something to to you guys, the intermediate learners. I know that you've been learning English for some time and you keep on studying, but then you think, oh my God, I seem to be stuck. I don't get to be an advanced student. Mm-hmm. It doesn't they, happen like that. They
0: kind of plat- They feel like they maybe they plateau at their intermediate level yeah. and they're not reaching kind of real fluency.
1: Yeah. You know what? uh the effort that you were putting into you are studying right now is going to pay off eventually you know because it's not lost one day it will all sink in it will all make sense and you it'll be like oh my god now i understand everything you know and and it's the best Feeling that you will ever have language-wise, you know, it's (laughs) yeah, it's fantastic. It's fantastic because oh my god, I think I can have a conversation like that. Let me give another example. I've been a French student off and on for for twenty years, you know, for twenty years. And last year, I was in Arizona in the States. I went to a convention there, and one day I was at the bar. As you probably uh, <laughs> imagine, Yeah. imagine what well, was the part? And there was a guy, a French guy. Uh, I think he has a blog on books or something. And I had the opportunity to speak French with him. I was so self-conscious. I was so um, so ashamed of making errors in my pronunciation and my grammar and stuff that. I didn't talk to him that night. The other morning, the uh, next morning, I ran into him going to the conference again and then I started speaking in French with him. It wasn't all correct. It wasn't all fluent. It wasn't 100%. But I stepped out of my comfort zone. I started doing something different. And then... um, I actually had a 30-minute conversation with him, you know? Yeah, and so I had to ask him about lots of words, and that's no shame at all because I was actually trying to make an effort, right? And then I was like, oh, my God, I know how my English students feel like, you know? That's what happened. Yeah, that, that's what happened. And so if you are out there and you're feeling, oh, my gosh, I'm stuck in this intermediate level... When am I going to go get through this? You will. You just need to keep studying and you'll muddle through it. (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's right. To muddle through it.
1: Yeah, I guess also
0: in that case, you're also kind of like pushing the edge. You know, like you said, step out of your comfort zone. It's like maybe if you are plateauing, if you're kind of staying at that same level, it might be because you're still doing the same stuff or you're still listening to the same audio or whatever it is. Maybe you're not really pushing yourself. So I think... Another what you did there is like you just stepped out of your comfort zone you went and felt a little bit uncomfortable because you're making mistakes you said you're quite self conscious of the way that you were speaking, but it gave you a huge uh it gave you saw huge benefits just from that thirty minute maybe a little bit uncomfortable conversation
1: yeah exactly and then if you um if you are' worried about what other people might think of you, remember. What other people think of you, it's their problem. It's not yours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, excellent advice. That's awesome, man. Uh, very
0: interesting story. And just let's just go back really quickly to finish off this conversation topic. Oh, already? No, just a conversation topic. <laughs> 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 we still have more podcasts to go. But I was just very interested about your first interaction with the English language and how it just so happened to be... We Are The World do you think that somewhere for some reason that song made gave you some kind of affected you in some way that you know we are the world is a very you know it's bringing the world together it's helping people do you think there is some way that that song left a very huge impact on your reasoning behind learning english do you think your ability to use english now you can connect to anyone in the world do you think maybe that song has come true in some ways?
1: Yeah, well, actually, w- w- come to think of it, I'd never thought about that in that way, you know? But then, yeah, yeah, but then... Um,
0: I'm putting ideas into your head here.
1: You are now, aren't you? And uh, I'm getting
0: deep down into your, uh, your you subconscious.
1: Are, yeah, you are psyching me out now. <laughs> yeah. You are psyching me out right now. So, uh, no, but the thing is, I was a kid. I don't think I had the maturity... To think about that at the time, you know, I was actually worried about the kids in Africa because um because I had a roof over my head, I had parents, I had a family, I had food, Mm. I had school. And um but then now that you mentioned that you (laughs) 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 there yeah, there's something yeah, you know what? And then it, it actually opened up the world to me. Yeah.
0: Sure. Because you because you did mention that at the start when we talked about the the kick ass quote you said, you know, learning the language, you know, getting off your butt and actually doing stuff, it opens up yeah. a lot of opportunities, a lot of doors. And now, you know, I don't want to sound like I'm saying that English is the new global language, but through the internet and through the way the world is connecting now, it has, Isn't it? it is kind of becoming the global language. And look at you in, in Bebedouro, a place where <laughs> people have never really heard of that. You know, Bebadoro or some pile, but now you have access to the world and you're doing a very good job at actually connecting yourself to everyone around the world, so maybe it has come true in some ways. Awesome I so I'm gonna to have to wind up this conversation topic for today. This has been very enlightening. It's gotten quite deep as well. Did you kind of feel that? I did, yeah. Yeah, it's great conversation. And uh, let's just quickly finish up the conversation topic and move on to today's weekly challenge.
1: Challenge accepted. Woo! Yes, I, um, our challenge today is not gonna be weekly but yearly. Okay. Oh wow! Really, really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I challenge you, real life English listeners, to learn five new words every single day, including Saturdays, Sundays, and holidays. Oh, okay. Using five new words every day. So, at the end of the year, you'll have learned 1,095 new words. Isn't that great? That is great. 1,095, did you say?
2: Yes.
0: Okay. That is a lot of vocabulary. I believe maybe Tim Ferriss said that the actual amount of words needed to have a a very basic
1: kind of conversation in a language is about 1,500 or something like that see it's it's really really easy to do that and you know what? and where are you gonna find those words books series the news wherever Mm -hmm. five new words a day just set your uh, deadline you know I need to do this and then you learn and also less but not least you need to review them and when you write them down always provide the context where did you hear those where did you read those you know Mm -hmm. so you gotta um provide the context
0: awesome i heard you've been doing some nice work on youtube as well right now
1: yes i have it's uh, a It's a series of of videos. Some are in English, some are in English and Portuguese. The channel is Adir Ferreira Idiomas. You know, Uh the link will be here in the description too. Sure will. And also, before I forget, you can also follow me on Instagram at Adir Ferreira. There I share my tips uh, about English, about life, about entrepreneurship and about the beers I drink.
0: (laughs) Cool. (laughs) That's awesome man. I'd love to come and uh, share some ideas about drinking beer with you in the near future.
1: You are more than welcome.
0: (laughs) Well Ajia man, it's been a pleasure having you on the show today. I'm sure these guys have gotten a a ton of awesome new information, great tips. Thank you very much. Hopefully you have inspired them with your, your awesome story about you know getting to where you are today with your English fluency. Not only have you obviously mastered the language Married in a sense where obviously you said you never really stop learning, but yeah. you're doing a great job, and also you're now you're traveling the world and you're really connecting
1: to people online and really helping a lot of people I know as well. Yeah, I'm really glad I'm I, I'm able to do that now. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. because in my essence, I am a teacher.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I am and I will always be a teacher. I don't teach as much as I wanted to, but. I still have that feeling that I can change one soul you know, Mm -hmm. at a time so, and if I can help people learn and learn too my job is done
0: Awesome, that's great and Ajia,
1: do you have any song that you'd like to play these guys out with today? I do have a song that has been um, uh, it's lyrics if you dig deep through them, it's it's a very motivational message. It's "It's My Life by John Bon Jovi. It is a great, great song because you need to be strong. Mm-hmm. Life is not easy for anybody. So this ain't a song for the broken hearty, you know. So you you need to, to muddle through <laughs> it. Yeah, you need to muddle through it. And it's a great, great song. So, and it says, it's my life, it's now and never. So you are responsible for everything that happens. You know, if you want to be whatever you want to be you just need to say I will it doesn't matter in one year in five years if you have a strong will a strong desire to do something nothing is going to stop you so if I can do it you can do it and we all can do it so this song kicks ass and I love it Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) This is a great
0: one for karaoke as well. So, if you are in your car, whatever you're doing, turn up the track and sing along. It's going to be a fun song.
1: I kick ass at karaoke, and you know that.
0: I do know that. I do know that. (laughs) Cool, man. Uh, All right, Ajia. So, we are looking forward to hearing from you shortly. And all you real life radio listeners, go and check out Ajia's website one more time AjiaFejera.com. And br br of course br but we're gonna link that in the show notes. So one more time, thanks a lot, Ajir, and you guys will be hearing from me next week on Real Life Radio.